What is up, guys? Ambush and Akimbo coming at you and this podcast. We're trying something new, trying to bring some new content to the world. So let us know how you guys like it. I want to thank you guys for joining us. Akimbo, say what up. What up? And we're going to get right into it. Um, we'll just feel this out, see what you guys want to listen to, what you guys like, don't like. Just hit us up on our Instagram. It's in the bio of this podcast. And just hit us up with questions, whatever you want to know, what do you want to hear about, any paintball stories, whatever you got. So, Antonio, the people want to know, <laughs> what got you into paintball? Like, why'd you start the team? Let's get the rundown. Uh, okay, so it's kind of, it, it, it runs full circle because the whole reason I got into it, it was because when I was going to the broadcasting uh, technical school, um, they gave us iPod Nanos and it was so little that I stuck it in my mask and I had went, I was working at a FedEx uh, graphics at the time. So um, okay. this one guy came in and he was doing like um, graphic work that he wanted me to touch up uh and it gave out like coupons or whatever you know those you know those things back in the day where it was like yo pay 40 dollars play like 10 times and then you go to the paintball field and they charge you like 400 dollars for everything dude else. yes the, pay the paintball <laughs> usas that was the biggest scam man they got me i thought it was so cool i show up to paintball explosion and man they i had to drop a bag i thought it was everything was included hell yeah. no yeah that ticket you. was five dollars though yeah, they so they so they got me right, and I was like, I got God damn. So I'm like, okay, well, I, well, I gotta make the best of it or whatever, right? So then, um, I went to the local field, right, and it was it was ghetto. Like, I mean, they let anybody come and shoot anybody, and then the, I oh, mean, no. one time, one time there was even a, a real shooting in the parking lot. So it was a little crazy. Wait, for real? Yeah, like straight up. <laughs> wait, wait, was this in Chicago or where was this? Um, the outskirts. So it was like Elsip. Oh, for real? Yeah. So, um. Yeah, that's a whole other story. It's, it's a good time. Um, <laughs> uh, tune in next week. We'll be touching up on that next week. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, what, what happened was, so the guy was like, "Yeah, man, come on out." And I was, he's like, "Yeah, just help me out. Um, do it. redo the graphics." And I was like, "All right, cool. I'll do. I'll help out with the graphics and stuff." And at the time, I was doing the the broadcasting school. So what happened was, I was trying to play with the well, you know the guns they give you with the with the crooked barrels and the and the uh, the two year old paint. And stuff, oh yeah, so, yeah. So I was shooting. And I was like, "Yo, this is nonsense, man." And then everybody else was getting beat down by like all the people that had all the gear. And then the next thing you know, I was like, you know, I'm going to try something. Uh, so I tried to get this pump gun or this, uh, I don't, I don't know what it was, but it just was not working for me. Like I did everything. I was buying upgrades and it just never worked. And, and then I saw this dude, um, he was in the service, but he came out and he had a, he had a, a pistol. It was a Tiberius pistol. And I'm telling you, like I was searching on eBay and stuff, like using all the keywords, like, pistol people all this and that and whatever and it never popped up and then i saw that he had one and i felt like so betrayed because i was like i've been looking for something like this for the longest and i was like and it finally oh, found it you yeah finally found it. the dude came out and he's all like yeah man he's like I, I got this and i was like oh like i was all excited and stuff i was like yeah can, can i shoot it and he said no so then I was like, he okay. said no <laughs> and uh next thing you know i i was looking at the gun and i was looking at all like the markings and stuff and the, and the title and then once I got uh, that, I went home and uh, I got on eBay. I got a couple of them. I was like, oh, yeah. So then what happened was this was like an 08 and I had yeah. the pistol and then I had the uh, the iPod Nano. And so I put it in my mask and it was small enough to be in the blind spot of uh, of my uh, my lens. So what yeah. happened was I was posting that stuff in, in uh, the, the broadcasting school. They they allowed you to um, use all the uh, programs uh, for video editing, audio editing and and uh, use the boards and, and just play and, and 
tamper with everything. Like you, like maybe we even made our own little newscast uh, commercials and stuff like that. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, the full so rundown they, over there. Yeah. So with with everything happening, it was like uh, it, it was all supposed to happen on on purpose, you know. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, let me let me try this. So these other and this is before GoPros were a thing. They didn't even exist. So um, damn. What happened was these this with this nano and stuff I was shooting, but what what the difference between the other people um trying to do anything similar would be that I didn't have a hopper, so when people saw my view, they saw the 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 top edge of the of the uh slide, so they would just you know it's like a real point of view thing, so I got yeah. a, a lot of attention for it, so then I started beating these people and um YouTube was coming around. This is when people started getting into um, vlogging and stuff like that and having channels. And then they saw all this stuff uh, with the with the pistols. They saw it on the field. They saw it with the camera. They saw the view. And it was just different. Not only was it uh, something that was different, but it was also me um, shooting people that were, you know, carrying whatever, uh, 1,000, 1,500, 2,000 rounds. And I had like uh, 36. 36. Uh, yeah. And Were you running seven rounders? No, the Tiberius had uh, eight rounders at the time. So then I would always put one in the chamber plus the eight. So it was nine at minimum each. And then I had the extended mags, which which carried 17 plus one in the chamber. So it'd be like 18 and 18. So it'd be the 36. I know um, those bad boys were heavy. Oh, yeah, they were, man. It was straight um, aluminum. So uh, that's how that, that had started. So that's how I got into it. So it was a fusion between the broadcasting uh, school, the the field, the graphic uh, that I made to go ahead and use the coupon or whatever. And then, so it was like full circle. So now we're over here like uh, 12 years later, 12, 13 years later in a podcast. Uh, <laughs> right so, back to your roots. Yeah. So who, who knows what will happen? It's pretty interesting. Damn. It's, what about it's the team though? What made you start the team? Like how did, how did it grow into a team from you just being one pistol guy into this whole thing that we got going on now with the Assassin Alliance. Um, so when everything started in like oh, 08 or whatever, it, it transitioned from okay, cool. Now these guys were like, hey, if you're uh, using these these this YouTube platform and everything, and this is like when people were starting to get money off of it and getting real good uh, publicity and everything, they're like, hey, if you do it with my field, then I'll uh, give you this, or we can give you free this, free this, free that. And I got to the point where I was getting up to free trips and stuff, so. Either the field owners would uh, fly me out, or the um, the producers would f- would get me out there, and everything would be covered. And you know, I'm cheap because I'm over here using uh, just 500 balls, which is like 25 dollars worth of ammo for like the whole weekend or, or day. Uh, yeah. You know, so and with that, people were like, "Oh man, this is gonna be very beneficial." So uh, people were seeing it as um, they were purchasing promo. So. Right. doing that it'd be like okay cool and then it just kept growing and growing and then um i would always do all the designs and i would do i was always doing all the video work and all the just everything from and even the, the obviously the me doing the shooting and the running down on people and stuff so what would happen was it transcended from one year two year three year four year five year and then i was just like dang man i'm going and traveling all these different places and then doing it alone it's like it's cool but you know, you kind of get burnt out a little bit, especially when it's kind of like the same thing all the time. Maybe yeah. one little difference and stuff. And then there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of internal um, uh, ruckus, you know. So I'm just like, oh, my God, these people, this and that. So I'm going to have an, I'm having a blast, you know, and I'm, and you know, the viewers and the followers are all having a great time. And then me, 
uh internally i'm just like uh there's gotta be something newer than a, a cool outbreaker a new wave of something so then um what i started seeing is that all my followers would try to do the same thing and then at their field they would get um a lot of like you know a lot of kickback like the people would be like trying to bully them or try to run them down because you know they a lot of the different places they don't really recognize um the pistols as, as doing anything so right when all this stuff was going down they were just um they were getting they're getting bullied online and on the field so i was just <laughs> like you know what i really didn't want to make a, a team too because i saw the way all the other teams were i was like oh man that's a lot of ugliness yeah no kidding all the drama and everything so yeah with that being said i was like oh. so then i was like okay how about this let's let's uh let me test the waters so over at uh paintball explosion there's a lot of guys that were that were playing and some have different backgrounds from either pump or you know just transitioning from rental to pistol pump to pistol speedball to pistol uh woods ball to pistol and then they're like you know hey man if you ever like want to do something like i think we should really uh try and initially i was like mm, i don't i don't really know because that's that's a lot you have to really it's not just something you can say you want to start and then not be a part of it and then at the time i was working like full-time all the time and they always had overtime so i couldn't really like do too much because when i'm on my own i do what i want whenever i want right but when you have a team you got to go ahead and you got to lead yeah it's you know, a full-on commitment just, right there yeah and actually in the first year of the of uh, of the team uh there was nothing ever done like i'd be like all right guys well we'll go do this and we'll do that but we didn't really like make any real moves like uh we weren't getting any awards or anything like that we weren't doing stuff like everybody was just going and doing what they wanted and that was because i was like really heavily working so then i kind of been, i was like i was good on funds and then i stepped back a little bit and then i invested more time into the team and then we started getting together to do things and then boom the awards started coming and then the recognition started um taking place and then it just kept continued to to snowball so the more time i put into it the more things we got out of it and then I was like, all right, cool. So I had to combine everything. I had to have the skill set. I'd have to have the social media. I'd have to have the teachings and then keep us going and flowing. And at the same time, I had to make us look sharp. So all right. the graphics and the designs and the jerseys, it just kept, it just continued to go and go. So basically there was uh, maybe like seven, eight, between, between like seven to 10 in the beginning. And then we just, we just took off from there, kind of like got rid of a couple and then just kept tweeting them out, kept, adding, taking them out. Yeah. And uh, as for you, man, what do you, do you remember what number you would be considered? Uh, and uh, in the terms of uh, coming on, I would say probably the 20s, low 20, like 21, 22. Oh, so now, I okay. So then, so then we're going to, we're going to flip it on over to you. We're going to be, uh, well, I want to know. Okay. So, figure there's people that go to these paintball fields and then they see these other teams and then they see all different things going on they see all the different setups they see all the different colors they see all the different gear and they're sitting there with uh with their uh with their free gun and their uh yep. low, low grade paint but as for you when you walked into like I, I really don't like a lot of us on the team don't really know the backstory as to how it how it really came into your mind but Take us back and, and uh, let us know uh, how this came about, uh, how, how the actual team came to the forefront of your 
your vision. Well, and, let me uh, take you guys back in time. Yeah. Going on a far <laughs> trip. Um, no, but for real. So I'm 21 years old now. So this is probably like, I would say six, seven years ago. Probably seven years ago. I was like 14. Um, I just started playing paintball. I was running a tracer, like a little pump gun. Then I ran speedball for one day. Sorry about that. Apologies to the team. It was one day. <laughs> I didn't like it. I shot way too much damn paint. I wasted a bunch of money on paint. So I got rid of that. And then I went back to my pump because um, I was low on funds. Like all my, all my paintball funds came from like shoveling, mowing lawns. So I really had to wash oh, my paint. I used to run around with a, a slingshot. Like the days I didn't have uh, money for paint, I would just pick it up off the ground, shoot my slingshot. Oh, man, um, started from the bottom. Yeah, for real. And then one of my friends that I met, like, through Paintball Explosion, he was selling a pistol. So I bought it off him. Um, I'm like, dang, like, I only got to run around with, like, 20, because I was only using seven rounders. I had four of them. Mm-hmm. So, man, I had 28 paintballs each game. So you really got to learn how to pick your shots when you're shooting. You only have seven rounds ready to shoot. So having just, like, limited paint in the mag, it boosts your accuracy so much because you know you can only pick your shots. Like, you can't do a full mag dump like even with zeta mags x mags like you can do 10 shots and have another 10 ready within seconds this but seven rounders man that's that's tough when you got to run uh-huh. those so you're doing all kill shots only huh yeah i'm talking you gotta either take one two shots each kill because you only got seven rounds you're going into each game with 28 balls man you really got to pick your shots so if you're trying to work on accuracy try to get your hands um just maybe fill your mags low know you only have five shots or something like that so you know you have to pick your shots. You can't just do a mag dump to get one guy out. Anyway, back to the back to the roots. Um, like I want to so, know what you were wearing, what was going on, man. You know, like how I used, your grades were. <laughs> my grades. Hey, my grades are good, mom. If you're listening to this, I know I had good grades. Go ahead, tell the people. Yeah, he had good grades. Yeah, see, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so did did your did your snacks start off with like a piece of the end of the bread in the in the loaf, or how did how did it go? Let everybody know what your what your snack is too, so people don't think I'm weird. <laughs> hey, yeah, I have no idea what he's talking about. I don't know what he's talking about with the bread. No, I'm playing. So everyone knows my go-to snack, peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> no jelly, no PBJ, none of that. Straight peanut butter. Too low. Wait, is it? Did you did you transition to wheat yet, or are you still eating white bread? Nah, man, what? I'm exclusive now. This Burberry, it's called Health Nut. They got some nuts on the crust, some nuts built into the bread. I'm gonna put y'all on. It's it's like four dollars a loaf. But shit, I got a job now. I can afford it. <laughs> Any of you guys at work, get don't Yo. don't do that butternut bread, that bogus bread. <laughs> I don't want none of that. Get yourself some butternut. Four dollars a loaf, but it's good. It, Not butternut. I'm well, sorry, Burberry. And what kind of peanut butter is it? No, skippy, it is. creamy. Oh, no, creamy, get that skippy. crunchy okay. stuff out of here. Okay. You, you, Antonio, you crunchy? <laughs> no, I'm all creamy. Yo, you sure? Okay, you seem like a crunchy peanut butter type. <laughs> Man, no. oh, okay, that's how you gonna do me. Okay. No, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. But I, I can't believe I know someone listening to this podcast right now is a crunchy peanut butter type. Let me know, expose yourself, send me a message, and let me know you eat crunchy peanut butter so I can stay away from you. And the great but, value crunchy, too. Yeah, I know, not even skippy crunchy, man. That's the bogus. <laughs> you want to eat a peanut butter sandwich, you have to crunch and munch down on that stuff. No, I'm good. Yeah, so it did when you were there, did, was it just like one piece of bread at that time? Just like a half a loaf? Because if you were shoveling stuff, I know you were like, you know, just keeping it on the low. Like hey, no, no, don't worry. My mom, my mom supplied the snacks. Don't worry. Oh, okay, okay. I, got I just didn't All want right. to take money from her to paintball. I don't want you guys to think I came from like the, the dumps. <laughs> one loaf of one slice of bread. My mom didn't even let me get two. 
<laughs> nah, <laughs> you I, know what? We're gonna put. I'm gonna make a pocket in your pants just for a uh, reusable butter knife. Yo, just <laughs> hey, I'm one with swipe that. and you good. I'm with but, that. Uh, okay, my bad, my bad. Pro- proceed, proceed. Thank you, sir. So, snack peanut butter sandwich. I'll put you guys on. It's very good snack. Hey, and if you're traveling with it, you could put peanut butter on a tortilla so it doesn't get squished. Oh, okay, okay. It's a traveling peanut butter sandwich. But ah. the reason I chose the team, not to sound cheesy or anything, but like it kind of like it chose me. Uh, oh, okay. So that's, wait, that's I'm going to do that again. I'm going to do that again. We're going to save the heavens. Antonio, I'm going to say it chose me and we're going to do, ah, uh, ready? Um, the team chose me. Uh, boom boom <laughs> no so no but for real because i would just i was always solo i would just go i didn't like i had friends like in paintball but like if i saw them there i I would i would play with them like there was nothing crazy but then on the regular every week i would see like these guys in black and they all ran pistols and at the time i was still with um i was actually running my pistol at the time i would run i would wear this like old jordan jersey um and my elbow pads and just i don't even know i would wear some uh black pajama pants like i didn't have no paintball pants nothing but okay um but then i want to say johnny Juan, his brother juan and beto like they all like they all started talking to me seeing if i wanted to get on a team and like i wasn't with it at first because i just i didn't want to get too dedicated to this like this is just a hobby for me i I thought a team was like kind of serious like we'd have practice every week that have to go to and stuff it just didn't interest me but that and then we'll go ahead that's that's one thing that I make sure everybody knows when they come on a team. There is no mandatory practice. Yeah. No mandatory practice. You just join in a family. That's what it is. But we'll yeah. get to that. We'll get to that. Because I just, I, it's kind of scared me off. Like, I wasn't trying to get too, like, solid set into this. So they asked me one week. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I'll play with you guys, but I don't want to get into a team or nothing like that. And then the following week, he asked me again. Um, so I was like, you know what, let me, let me give this a shot. So I kept running with them. And then I finally got on the team. Um, after all the guys checked me out, they, uh, put me on the team. Uh, we were playing speedball. I remember Justin was there. Justin, if you listen to this, um, do you remember Justin cut off his toe? Were you there, Tony? When he, oh, when no. he started, yeah, he like cut Luckily. off a piece of his big toe, not at paintball, but like in work. Oh, okay. But I remember that's the first time I met him. And when he got on the team, I didn't even know that was the same guy that I met that cut off his toe. Like I, I had to, I put two and two together like three years later. I don't know. That's a whole nother story, but Justin, I'm sorry. Oh, man, there's, there's so many sub stories. It's, it's, it's crazy. And, yes. and it's very interesting and fun. Literally. It's like, cause when we do our, I'm just so grateful for this team. Cause it's literally a family. Like when we do our mag wars, it's like a family reunion. You're seeing people you haven't seen in a year, people from all over are coming and, it's just the greatest thing because, like, you feel like you're just linking up with your uncles, cousins, brothers. Like, it's for real, a family. Guys and girls, too. So, it's yeah. Like, All right. Sorry, know. sisters, aunts, um, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Abuelitas. <laughs> Abuelitas. <laughs> there you go. And so, I'm, man, that's that's pretty intriguing because, like, I, me, for myself, like, I was trying to remember because you remember there's, there's, um, in total around, Around 152 currently members around the world. Um, I've met 90% of them uh, because other ones have to be remotely sent on because they're from other countries and they, 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 some people can't come to our country and, you know, I can't be everywhere at once. So right. Some of them are on. Um, so with, with it all being said, I, I know 
like especially considering in in the Chicagoland area, the core of the members, I know just almost every story. I remember seeing you for the first time and then coming towards us, and then um, yeah, I honestly I never even knew that like uh, the the other members were um, were talking to you prior. I thought you were just like. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna pull the trigger. No, yeah, they were. We were talking for a while. Yeah, they were. And if Beto came up to you, then it's that's that's a that's a story in itself because he don't come up to nobody like that. Like he just he's very very adamant on what he likes and what he doesn't like. So yeah, oh, you're you're selected, man. Yes, sir. That's before when we used to play speedball. We gotta get back on that. Oh yes, I got, I got the I got the solution to that. So we're gonna be, we're gonna be good. We're, mm-hmm. We'll be there. It's it's gonna be a lot. Of, uh, good, good stuff. Um, so before we did this podcast, we had uh, we have a couple social media uh, platforms. So it's we have uh, the Facebook, we have the Instagram, we have TikTok, we have we have everything. We're all over even YouTube. We're on all the platforms. So on the Instagram and some of the Facebook uh, pages, um, I asked a couple questions and uh, Ambush asked a couple questions. But uh, we can kick it off with uh, your questions. Wh- which um, questions stood out the most uh, from what you see? Um, one that I like was what's like the best form of communication on the field. And I know a lot of people like to use poison, which it's just like a universal term. People know it's like you say poison, someone's on the other side of the wall. But honestly, mm-hmm. I don't like that. Cause I think it's telling both people, like if there's a guy on the other side of the wall and you hear someone in front of you saying poison, you know, you got to get on your toes. Cause someone's on that wall. Like, you know, yeah. If, if anybody ever says that, like when all, like say all seven of us are on one side and then there's another like seven or 10 on the other side. Yeah. If one of us screams poison, all of us are going to be shooting the other side of the bunker. No, <laughs> you know, no, for real. And I'm going to lie. Sometimes I give like a decoy poison call. So if I know there's a guy over there, I'll be like, Hey, on your poison, on your poison. Just so they think someone's on their wall. So now they're on their toes, but there's None of our teammates are actually on that wall. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, smart throw one. them off a little bit. But we got to make a new poison call. Um, we'll go with Snickerdoodle. Um, if anyone's <laughs> listening, it's good. We're going to start. Whole force, yeah, it's the whole four syllables, man. People are uh, Mississippi, going to lose Mississippi, focus. Mississippi. Just, <laughs> yeah. I right, would we'll think of something. They, so, so they asked you um, which forms of communication are, are the best for the way we do things or are just in general in paintball when they ask a question? Hey, you can do both ways because I know we run the Ravens and that's that could be a big help with the, the walkie-talkies because sometimes and when you're playing big games, like you can't see everyone all at once. Like you got guys all the way in the far right side of the field, far left, up the middle. You got a guy camping like he's behind enemy lines sneaking in a corner. Like it's good with the radio. So you can you kind of have like a. You could kind of picture a map in your head of where everyone's at and where your front line is, you know? Yeah, so long as everybody actually responds. Sorry. I mean, you know, sorry. They, no, no, no. No, okay. Most people, are, <laughs> most, most people are good, but the other people that just stay quiet, they just like, they want to know what's going on out there, but they don't want to be a part of what's going on out there. They just want to do their own thing. They want to get like their own kill, kill death ratio. They're trying to get like the best kill um, uh, yeah. set up for their, for their YouTube. Yeah. And I'm over here like, Yo, guys, uh, like I'm all the way up in this castle by myself. Come back me up. And they'll be like, yeah, that's cool. But they won't say it. <laughs> so I'll be like, and Tony will what? be saying stuff and he'll be yelling. <laughs> like at first he'll say something. No one responds. Then he'll just start yelling. He's like, you know, F this radio. I'm just turning it off like a full on ram. I'm like, damn, I'm over here filling my mags like out having a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> and Tony's on a full on in a war zone <laughs> on the field. And you want to know what? And, but that's the thing about the radio. Like when, when I'm speaking on the radio, it goes to everybody. So. So the people that I'm really meaning uh, getting uh, vocal to are the people that are like 
50 feet from me that I can see that aren't doing anything. So I guess it's more like uh, it's not really uh, sent off to everybody, but it's it's uh, it's a good reminder that uh, people need to like wake up every now and then because like I'd be looking straight at people and you know, like that little <laughs> meme with that one puppet that like looks straight, but then looks to the side yeah, and like, yeah. like they don't know who you're talking about. That's what these, some of our, our members do. And that's why I, I uh, you know, I, uh, I get on their case sometimes because you know, if I'm, if I'm not going to push them to be any better, they're not, they're definitely not going to push themselves to be any better. Um, so I'm just like, all right, that's cool. I, re I remember that. Now there's some cases where, you know, it's, it, uh, it works out good for the people that are just close to you, you know, and then you know how it is. Like some people don't even charge their radios. Some people don't even uh, know that their uh, headphones aren't even plugged in. They're on the so wrong you gotta channel. Do like a, yeah. They, and they got, they got, you know, it's like sometimes we should do like a, an hourly check to make sure your stuff is good. And then you, and then you see like people waving at you, like frustrated, like trying to talk to you on the radio. And then you find out that they didn't even have their, their uh, headphone plugged in. <laughs> yeah. Man. But, uh, no, but like actual communication, like, you can even get to like sign language type stuff. Like I know we've done that. Like if you're behind a wall and like you got someone in front of you, like I can't yell at him like, yo, watch out. He's on the right side of the door or watch out. He's in that window. Like it's better if you to use sign language. And just if you think about it, like on a field, like if you're the enemy and you don't hear anything over there, you might think it's clear. You don't know what's going on over there, but we're communicating in silence. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that we use sign language when we're playing on the field because, um, we don't need to let them know. <laughs> and, and the way that all started was, uh, you know, which member started it, right? Uh, was it silent or who was it? Yeah, it was him. Cause, uh, rem I remember. So, so with me, like, um, sometimes like when we get new members or we're checking out new pros, uh, new nail fights and whatnot, we're like, I like to try to, you know, as much as I want to get the kills, I also like try to watch these people. And I was watching, uh, him and we all, uh, a lot, most of the people on the squad knew that he was, uh, he was um, deaf, right? So I would inform everybody, like, hey, if you want to get his, his, um, you know, like you want to get his attention, you either have to go by him, tap him, or, or do what I do, shoot next to him so he can see that there's a shot by whether it's leg or so. So, like, say if he's on a bus or whatever, you shoot next to the bus, like if you're maybe like 20, 30 feet behind, so he can look back, and then he'll look, and then you can sign to him. And then you can give them the message that, you know, whether it's poison or whether there's people two to the right, two to the left, or whatever form of uh, players up there. Because we have science for everything. We have science for uh, speedballers. We have science for pistol players, shield player. Uh, if there's a tank coming and, and all this stuff. So uh, when, when we were doing this, like, I saw that it would only work for a few of the people that knew um, how to get his uh, attention right. and then sign a little bit. But after a while, like when he actually made it, I decided to make sure that everybody knew the basics of um, sign language so that we can all have communication with him so that he was not left out. And uh, and it worked out beautifully because now everybody else gets a little uh, has, has um, some knowledge of of ASL. So and even you, you, you know, a little bit of this and that and other people. And then we got even a few more members that were actually um, either hard of hearing or, or um or deaf so it worked out pretty smooth but um, you know most of the teams uh, that are on the other side they don't even know that we use that so it works out great um if you're an enemy team listening to this podcast uh just ignore everything you heard move on <laughs> you didn't even hear the snickerdoodle thing don't even listen and the cool part is if other people do know asl we can use a different dialect and we can use a different uh version of the words and they they won't catch on so it works out good hey silent communication that's key yeah, that that's what gets us. Uh, this that's how we are the stealthiest. Mm -hmm. 
Do you have like a, a favorite event that you've been to? Because I know you've traveled a lot. I've only been to a couple like out of state events, but like what's what's been your favorite you've been to? Oh man, like take uh, into account like even like if, outside of paintball, like the place you went to itself or maybe the uh event itself or the paintball part of it, the field. It's like it's kind of a loaded question because it's um it's like you you can you can choose a, a place uh for different reasons. Like one will have the best field, one will have the best uh, you know, activities after the fact one will have the uh, the best battles so it's kind of tough man it's yeah that like, is a very um, open question you're right well all right it's overall tough. maybe because if i if i had to answer i used to really like living legends just because that field was crazy like cpx if you guys never got to check it out like that was a crazy field and just the whole like it was a battle all day it felt like a pretty balanced like field like there was no side that like you felt like you had the better side except for the final battle um one side of the hill was a little more slanted than the other but even the final battle like <laughs> looking back like that's the craziest paintball i've ever done plus a bikini contest that was all i was like 15 years old gasped i was like damn that's crazy like <laughs> yeah it was funny because everybody's like oh this is how paintball events are dope and then they'll go to another one and they'll find out like it's in the back of a ranch over in kansas or <laughs> back <something>. of a ranch <laughs> And we're like, no, man, we got we got, we got like the Disney World of the paintball events set up. Uh, out oh, hundred percent. And then, and then, uh, you know, it just transitioned because, like, um, and and what it is is some of these producers are the same for for many of these other states. So it's like it, it, that's a hard question, really. Like, I think Maui would have been the best. Um, I don't know, maybe maybe the most taking traveling into account, like the actual scenery itself. Yeah, the scene because okay, so there's I've been to a number of places, you know, like um, a lot of the islands, uh, a lot of the southern country, uh, Latin countries, uh, all the U.S., Canada. I mean, and, man, that is that is really a hard question because um, the one field in Canada was uh, it's an abandoned, haunted school slash. Um, it's haunted. There was like a factory. Yeah, that's what they say. Like like I said, when I went there a few years back. Right after we finished playing, the uh, paranormal investigators were um, starting. Uh, they just started putting their uh, equipment into the uh, facility, and I was like, "Oh, man. what the? Like, That's pretty dope." Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, then you know the other battles, like I've been to three-way battles where there's three teams of you know like out of divided from like a five hundred set five hundred people, and then they would go at it, which was really cool. Hey, that's cool. There was, um, there was a, uh, which is that one's next month, man. So like, if you get the chance to go out, we gotta go. Wait, the three way battle? Uh, yeah, and then uh, there was the Bahamas, which was really cool because then right after that, I went to Atlantis uh, to go diving with the sharks. Well, oh you snap! Know, like they're they're separated, but um, uh, there's I mean, there's a lot of really really beautiful fun fields in in the country itself. Like from Cali, SC Village is dope. Like when we went there last November, yeah, SC Village was that was a good one. Like. That field was Pelusia, crazy. Right? Yeah, that was cool. Like, yeah, I feel like I was in Iraq. Not even kidding. Like, going through the sandbags and like all like the divots and the the dirt. Like, having like, because since it was Macfield only, like it's a lot of first strikes. So the whole time you gotta stay on your toes, no matter where you are in the field. And people that aren't uh, aren't familiar, first strikes are are paintball rounds that are half a ball and half a fence, so it shoots straighter and farther. Um, a lot more expensive per round, but it's really cool to to hear him whistle by. It's like you're in a whistle. No, it's not uh, cool. Don't listen, Antonio. It's not cool. You get scared. <laughs> okay, that means he's over here getting hit by him. Okay, when they pass you, yeah. you're hey, good. it's a first strike. You're either getting hit by it or it's whistling right past your ear. 
it's it, it's suspenseful, right? So like if you're laying at, or like you're just chilling in a bunker and all of a sudden you're like, and then it starts blasting on next to the side of your yeah. head, it gets really fun. And and then you know when you're watching all your other people die and you're making it, you're like, yeah. <laughs> no, you definitely get a good rush from that. I I, I love playing against them. I don't like playing with them. I will never play with them, but against them, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I've actually never, I've never shot like a first strike round, like other than I've muzzle loaded it just to be dumb, but I've never like actually shot one. I heard it yeah, changes up your whole game because we're so used to like, like arch, arch, like arching our gun, like, like trying to calculate the trajectory or whatever, not calculate, but like feel it out. But like, since the first strike is so straight, like you really have to adjust your whole gameplay. Yeah, it's, it, it's you're like you, you will have fun just shooting from, from the back. So, um, it hurts more to, to other people when you're shooting close. So that's why I don't want to inflict any additional pain. You know, it's, it's bad enough getting shot in the gogs and getting put on YouTube. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, but um, with, with all that, man, like what, what about you though? Like, I know you haven't got the chance to go to a lot of the places, but besides um, Chicago, where was your, which one did you, man, I went to zero hour. Um, I think that was like two years ago. And that, like that oh, field yeah, was yeah. crazy. Cause like, that is like pistol heaven because there is so much cover that you can move like so so smooth like no, even if there are other teams using first strikes whatever like you can go from cover to cover so quick because if you move fast like no one's gonna shoot you in that little small small window that you ran from one building to the next and it's just like the fact that it was magfit only and going from like open class to magfit only is like a big difference just because you don't have speed bars like just laying down lanes the whole time. It's very different play styles, but the fact that like the riot shields come into effect, it really changes up the game. And just the the missions themselves are really cool. But also, I really liked going to Hawaii. Like that was like that was an open class event, but just actually like experiencing Hawaii and going there for paintball too. Like that was a crazy event. That was a lot of fun. I mean, the cool part is they had like the uh, when they were describing the field to me in the beginning, I was like, "Oh, the, you you guys you guys got like bunkers in the trees? I mean, like Donkey Kong? Oh, I'm down." Yeah, well, like, they literally had ramps. Like in it was like a big, big treehouse, and they had ramps going from like yeah. little hut to hut. That that was cool. That was that was. They had a like a little. Uh, and, I don't know if you were there when there was like a couch like tilted on its side, but the cushions were like stitched <laughs> in. So I would like yeah wasn't wasn't the couch vertical and then somebody had the the the, the cushion on the right side as a yeah, <laughs> that was me coverage dude I was, yeah, exactly. uh, the the cushions were stitched in but like they fell forward like to the side so I would like open it like a door I would open it like a door and then shoot and then by the time the the couch flung back to its original position the balls would just be hitting that so I just kept opening the door shooting and it would close by itself. Oh man, there's good times, good times. Cause we 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 took that uh, trip together, so that was a blast. I think we're gonna go again next year, so get ready. Uh, oh, you already so know I'm down. Just, yeah, there's there's uh new things going on with that too. So, and that one is like I think when we do it next time, it's gonna be an all female uh, uh event to where like they all get it for free and, and whatnot. So hopefully everything. Hey, I got a wig. To, to, to I'll put on a wig real quick. <laughs> So, you know, it's kind of funny because when uh, when you explain people uh, to, to others about paintball or whatever, like, and you tell them, like, oh, yeah, I'm on a team or this or whatever, they're like, so you guys are like, you guys are like in a gang. You're, you're, you're trying to tell them? And then I was like, what? That's not what I say. <laughs> you know, because they're like, cause they're like, oh, so you guys play and you, you shoot people and then you got people from all over, all over the place? Yeah, like, like a gang. Like, like yeah. a gang. 
I was like, no. <laughs> so I was like, uh, it's kind of hard to like describe things to, to people that are on the outside uh, because you know how it is when people bring up the word uh, paintball, the first, like, people think of this the way it used to be ran like in the 90s and stuff where like well I, well you know you can't really blame them either because the guns that some of these fields out here are using are from like 85 yeah. or 91 and 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 they just keep it i mean they're tanks that's the reason they keep using them but it's it's honestly a horrible experience for for uh, the 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 people it's good for business because the profit margin is good but when it comes down to the actual experience uh, experience it's not it's not all that much fun it's that's the reason people don't come back they just do it for like bachelor parties and stuff like that like the entertainment crowd. well i feel like that's what most people and... look at people as like just like an entertainment thing like if you compare it to like laser yeah. tag like we're going laser tagging like you know it's just we're gonna go paintballing like there's no you wouldn't really think of like paintball being a thing where there's teams like and big events and people travel for it. you would never think of that with paintball like as an outsider mm-hmm. Yeah, people still don't really know how deep it gets uh, with with certain certain ways they they uh, do these events. Like, because uh, there's not so many tournaments for all the different scenes, but there are a lot of um, scenarios um, and big games, which which is cool. Uh, so it it's like trying to explain to people sometimes how how it is and how it is for us is is, is uh, interesting. And um, I don't know, like what uh, when people ask you the question, which one throws you back when they uh when they ask you something that it's like kind of like Man, out of here i feel like they're people like don't really think about what they're saying when they ask questions sometimes <laughs> like i don't know like you always get like that does it hurt like whatever that one's okay but like they think like i don't really think they're yeah like they think we're in like a full-on war zone or something man like like they think like people are getting shot. Like, oh my god, I've been shot! Like, like no, it's, it's not that crazy. Medic, medic. <laughs> like they think we need this guy. We need to get this guy another peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> hey, it works. Let me tell you, that works. <laughs> but I think people like don't really like. They don't even know what to think. Like when they picture paintball, like that's why they have so many questions. Like they don't even know which way to steer their questions. There's no, they have nothing to base their questions off of. That's why you get so many crazy yeah. questions. Because they don't really know where to start with it. Like you, I've realized that girls that like um, a little bit of sexual pain usually like to play the game because that that little sting kind of turns them on. For real? on with, with some of the ladies, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't don't ask any of the girls on the team or anything, but other girls, uh, they, you know, like if you if you bring some girls out and they 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 laugh or giggle when you shoot them in the rear or something like that. Pfft, they're gonna be coming back. <laughs> They're gonna be coming back. <laughs> yeah, but and I mean, um, what also I think a lot of these fields make the mistake of doing is uh, sending these people out there with just like a shirt and pants. They're just like, oh yeah, that's fine, just just going out there. But like, if they had the correct pro- uh, protection, then they'd have a lot more fun. They'd go home with less bruises, and they'd be able to be uh, continuous customers. You know, so I don't know that that's the way. Uh, there's there's a lot of things that need to be changed in order for things to get um, farther in, in the scene. But uh, a lot of other people like to compare paintball to like um, video games and real steel. And people do not understand it's its own world. You can't you can't base paintball off of real steel. You can't base paintball off of video games. And like, what do you think the biggest uh, difference is between either of those? Well, first off, you always get those people that like they think they're good in, on, in video games that they'll be good in real life. 
And once you once you're behind <laughs> those, that wall, those guys are the funniest man, to watch. <laughs> they go to Nuketown. They really think they're in the game. That you like. If you're behind that wall and you're, that wall is getting shot at, you know they're shitting themselves. They're sitting there like, oh my god, like I, I could actually get hurt right now. Like you're not behind that screen sitting on your little computer chair. Like this is real life stuff, you know. Those are the those are the ones I love catching on camera. Those are the ones like, oh man, I, you're trash, man. I got you. And then they they can't, they, you know, they don't have a mic, so they can't be taunting people, so they can't get in other people's yeah. minds. That which is which is something that they forget. And so like you're just straight up playing with someone that's shooting directly at you, and they get really really scared when the other person starts shooting first. <laughs> no kidding it's just like like mike tyson he's like everyone is uh everyone's uh how did, how did he put that quote where he's like everyone's tough until they get punched in the face like everyone thinks yeah. they can really throw down on the field until they get shot in the in the neck yep everyone thinks they could ball because they're they're good in the video games you know like it's real eye-opening once you get on that field and see how it actually is it, the the um uh, what do you call it the uh it, it's also goes for the the extreme side of it which is like the people in the service and people you know like marines and uh the army and then the policemen and the fire department they're all like oh yeah no i got this we'll, we'll definitely beat you i swear i think it was like one of the first games i ever played i was being really like really, really like uh suicidal and uh they i think it was like five cops and a couple of uh people in the army and they're like we got this and then i, I murdered them all and then and they were all like they didn't know what they thought that being the the tactical, like yeah. I think these guys were running in their little the little choo choo train, you know, like where they all connected yeah. and stuff. Like no disrespect or anything, but it's just it's just funny when you when you try to apply certain things that don't transcend to another um, uh, field, you know. Right. So uh, these guys, it's it it just doesn't like there is no connection. Like even with real steel, there's there's um there's a like the kickback, you know, like when you shoot something, you're going to, that, that blast is, is one, the sound is going to uh, affect you mentally and physically as well as, or I should say not the blast, the recoil. And, and people don't understand that like with paintball, there's little to no recoil. So it's like, foop, and they'll just shoot off and then you just like adjust like a millimeter and then foop, and they shoot them in the head. And then um, with, with that, it's just, you know, there's different extremities like the, the video game world is is uh it's not it's not physical at all so like you're not putting your body like these people that play video games they'll go ahead and run and they'll be like out of breath halfway in the into the field and then when they're out of breath their mind starts racing and then that's when they get shot yep. you know so it's it's a world of its own it plus the fact that in paintball the one thing is all you have to do is shoot somebody in the shoe and they're out <laughs> it's not that crazy you don't have to shoot them up like five times yeah. you know so it's quite interesting. Like, what do you think about playing against people uh, in the service or, or that play with the real steel? I remember we played, um, I like, a bunch of Navy SEALs came. I think they were in the Navy. Um, they all came to Paintball Explosion. They all, like, like a, a private party, but they wanted to play with open play. Man, I don't know if they were trying to do, like, their tactical stuff. Like, but it wouldn't work. Like, we're just playing, like, on a, a big paintball field. Like, you can't use the same tactics as if, like, you're sweeping a, a building, you know? And they're trying to use these tactics. And, man, we killed them. Like they did not know what was going on. Cause like, obviously a lot of these people that we're playing with are like regulars at the field. Like we know the routes to run. We know which like windows you could shoot them from. And these guys are just trying to be all tactical about it. And let me tell you that did not work. Like you would like, if you're a beginner, you're probably gonna be scared. Like, Oh my gosh, this guy's like a Navy seal. He knows how to use a gun. He, he has such good tactics. Like he knows what he's doing, but no, it, do, it does not break it down like that. It does not go both ways. The, it, the way these guys play, it's their, they're, they're they play the way they were trained right 
and in in um paintball is like all freestyle it's it's you you're gonna go ahead and uh just play to the capacity of what your your body will take yourself you know and and the real uh, with the with the guys in the service they're over here trying to make sure that nobody dies no one gets shot there's like you know that they're they're very very uh guarded yeah and we're over here like watch how many guys i take out by sliding under the right car. and then <laughs> hey, kudos to the and then service though like it's it's hard to turn that off in their head you know like i i see why they're like that because i feel like it'd be a very hard switch to turn off to like turn off the oh this isn't life or death anymore like these aren't real bullets yeah yeah and, then, and so it's 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 very 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 different and then you can just tell which ones have like the real uh the real steel at home because of their stances and the way they they hold everything and they don't understand that like you don't have to hold your pistol that far out <laughs> oh, there's no man. recoil <laughs> like you know the way man, i've like, seen some people hold that pistol man like <laughs> i saw someone like if you picture like your arms at a nine, your arms are at a 90 degree angle like up your 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 <laughs> barrels like right in front of your eyes and they like, came through a doorway and then like extended their arms out as if like they're ready to, to draw their weapon. Yep. Man, I never left. Yep. I was like, what the heck was that? Like I saw it go down live. <laughs> like, this man thinks that thing has a bunch of recoil. He's about to have he's shooting a desert eagle. Yep, he's the uh, the um the way they do things, like you, you can automatically tell, like you said, either through their their hand movement or their hand hand movements or their stance. And uh, it's it's kind of it's really it's really intriguing. Like you don't it's like you don't want to laugh, but cause they they it's a proper form, you know. In in their world, it's it's that's the way you're supposed to do it. But in this world, it's it's <laughs> a totally different thing. <laughs> yeah, and like with and then kicking it back to the the video game world, it's like the, I'll tell you right now, I cannot stand Call of Duty. I can I you know I love zombies. Uh-huh. That is dope. However. Uh, when it comes down to the actual um, video games of everybody playing against each other, like I can't, I just can't do it. Like I, I'll, like I don't know if you ever seen those things where like the dude will walk two steps and he's dead, and then he'll walk three and he's dead, and he'll he'll go prone. He's dead. That's me. I always really? die, and I, I just can't play. <laughs> yeah, I can't play because you know, like you have to get to like level fifty or something. You just keep getting points and you keep doing this, and then if you don't want to do that, you buy the stuff or you have to you have to put a lot of time into that game in order to be okay and then it comes down to you like you have to be your you have to be really really like quick on your eye hand coordination and stuff but it doesn't put anything into reality like your body is stationary like your your mind will go um it'll, it'll like connect with your hands and in the way you're supposed to be moving around and stuff but it doesn't transcend properly like it just doesn't um it doesn't put your put everything into effect you know right. like the like mainly it's the it's the body well, you're, you're the physical aspect of it because the physiology, nothing's moving. So you're just, you just, you're there. But when you're out there, a lot of people get um, really, uh, they freeze when, and when their, their heart is, their heartbeats are racing and they're, they're trying to like, look around, look left and right. Like you really have to look left and right. You just, you don't just toggle your, your, your thumb, uh, like a quarter of an inch one way or another, and then you're good. No, you have to like really move your your body, so your energy levels get used up, as well as your uh, as your your mind uh, shifting all the time. This way, that way, like oh no, and then you, you then at the same time, like people are really dying you know, around, or I should say, really getting eliminated around you. So it makes it like a lot more realistic. You're, you're just watching these people just getting picked off, and you're like oh no, they're 
<laughs> it's very eye opening. No. The the difference between the two. Yeah, it's it's, it's a lot of fun. And then even people that do play uh, paintball often, you know how we've got all the division within it. There's the, all the different uh, forms of it. Right. We got the mag fed, the speedball, just the people that come for bachelor parties. Like, there's there's depth to it. Yeah, you can easily tell when Stacy was invited and didn't even know she was going to play paintball, and she got her her uh, jeans, her nice shoes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel so sorry for those ladies. I'm like, oh no. They thought they were just going to dinner. Like what? <laughs> yeah, but then there's also the other side of it where the women are like really, really vicious, and those are the ones that are fun to watch. They're like they're over there taking out their man, or they're taking out their their siblings and their cousins and stuff. Hey, it's really fun to let watch. Let me tell you, sometimes those, be- those beginners are scary. Cause they don't know the risk of what they're getting themselves into with the field. It's like, you should not be running down there right now, but go ahead, man. Go ahead. You do you. <laughs> they are unpredictable. And they, they are really, really uh, cool. It's, it's a lot of fun to watch. And you know, as long as they're having a good time and everything, it's really cool. And, and the other thing is everywhere around the world, it, they have different intensities. Like we have a lot of members and then people that come out to our annual, um, reunion with with the with mag wars they'll come like from uh <laughs> i got one of our we got one of our guys that comes from like new hampshire or like tennessee or, or places like that and their field they're all like you know 10 foot roll uh don't shoot anybody closer than 10 feet and then when we they come we're all playing together and then they're they're, they're just like shocked at how crazy we can get and uh it's it's pretty cool to see that they even though they come from a certain intensity that's a little bit lower than or a lot lower than the way we play, they they amp it up when they come around us, and then they it it uh it triggers them to get even better. Right. And it's pretty pretty cool to cool to and see. And I feel like they'll bring it, that intensity back home, like wherever they're from. Like, damn, people really be playing like this. I gotta take it up from when I go back. You know, like it's eye opening. Yeah, our our Cali crew, they they definitely uh, amped it up. They did that uh, when they came out. Yeah, and uh, that was that was fun to watch. And then it, it was cool because over the years that progressed, you saw them all get um. A lot more vicious, and not only vicious in in uh, quality, but they got vicious in quantity too. So you, you saw when we went. Oh over yeah, there, um, there was like oh snap, they multiplied like grim. Yeah, like on the come up. Yeah, they be they, they the the bond they have is really really strong, and it's it's beautiful to see uh, how tight they are. Like I always remember because like every year at the end, I'm always like, all right, guys. Uh, go on ahead and uh, vote whoever uh, you want out. Uh, you can just put it here. We'll keep it anonymous. He's <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah. just post it right here where everybody can see. Uh, we'll keep it completely anonymous. Oh yeah, you did. That. I remember you said that. <laughs> and you know, so it's it's uh, really cool just to see how everybody is is growing. And we just there's no stopping us. We just continue to grow. And and you know, I think. What do you think? is is uh of the factor in in our growth that why we continue to to build instead of break down i think it's because we are so active compared to other teams like we're over here with mag wars we travel to other other places to go uh be more active like if you're for other teams most of their members will be within the same state like all within maybe in the same city and everyone's busy with work like you can't really since our numbers are so high we we can always find a teammate to go do something with but with the smaller teams, when you have 15, 20 people, like a lot of people are busy. So you're not always going to have someone to go out with. So you might feel like you're out there solo and you might lose the love for the sport. But with us, with having such a large team and people everywhere, you always find someone that's going to be there, someone that's going to want to be able to play, someone who's down to join that event with you. There's always going to be someone, you know? 
and it helps for the growth because we all have friends. We have other people that don't play paintball and we can bring them in because you want to bring them into this family. Yeah. It works out beautifully and a lot of, uh, a lot of angles. It's, um, I really think that a lot. And, and then the ones that are on the team, um, we don't like, we're very, we're very, very respectful to each other. So it's, 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 that's one part about it. But then we also are very, very, um, inspirational to each other. We try to push each other to go farther, uh, without actually telling them to go, um, upgrade you know people see how good one player is and from where they started to where they are now and then they're just like you know i gotta push myself and then just keeps growing and, and going. yeah i think everything's contagious cool. like you see all the people posting their videos or this person's getting better it's like damn have i been stagnant stagnant like let me amp up my game because we try to match each other's levels yeah. and that's what keeps us all pushing to go forward yeah and the beauty is that a lot a lot of the members really really the best members are the ones that keep it the, the humblest, and it's really, really yeah. cool to see. You know, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just too cool, you know. Um, so, we are going to be wrapping it up soon, but we are at the fifty-four minute mark. But at the last five minutes, we are going to try to do this thing called the uh, just let just it, let it up. segment. Yeah, we're gonna let it. We're, we're just gonna let it ride out to where. In the future, when we have guests, we are going to be asking them questions or putting them in the hot seat. in uh, situations that, yeah, that might not be the most comfortable. Who's secretly uh, a baby daddy? Find out. And who's the one that is the real baby daddy? But um, so what we we're gonna be uh, trying to do is um, trying to see how well people can handle certain. Um, questions and stuff so uh we did not yet uh set questions aside for uh ambush and i to go ahead and ask each other but uh it's going to be uh something fun but in the future also we're going to be doing a lot of cool things to where we can give out uh prizes and stuff to people that that tune in oh yeah um as as well as keep it yeah to keep the variety going like so we we it's of course this is about the, the team's podcast but we want to um connect to the others that aren't actually in the scene that don't actually have teams and stuff like that to just to, yeah. You, I mean, maybe there's people that want to know how to get a team going or how to get things um, situated or, you know, maybe they're having problems with uh, their own team. They, we can have them calling in, uh, ask us questions and we'll probably get like seven more members. <laughs> hey, that'd be cool though. But... You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, hey, uh, my name's John. I'm coming from uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, I got this one <laughs> problem with this one team member. He keeps uh, hitting on my girlfriend. Uh, hey, we used to do like the, you know, when the boyfriend and girlfriend are fighting, they call into the radio station, but it's just teammate and teammate. <laughs> it turns into a Dr. <laughs> Phil session. I'll be like, oh, so that's how you feel? Well, let's uh, get her. She's been listening for the last three minutes. Here we go. Uh, Stacy, how do you feel about that? <laughs> She's actually on the line. <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> You know what we should do? We should do uh, uh, updates on players from the very first time they go out to the to the follow up, uh, and and how how they feel about it then, or how it is to even transcend from one team to another. Oh, that'd be know? cool. Because it'd be there's there's so many cool things we can do. It's just uh, I mean, like I said, this is Ambush and I's first um, podcast. That it's going to be pretty um, pretty intriguing because we have a lot of resources. I mean, let alone the team that exists, we are. My gosh, there's so many different countries and states and 
territories and islands that we're actually located in that like whenever we go somewhere we can just contact that person and we can have a good time over there even if it's not paintball related so strippers um, yeah <laughs> yeah we, we have some members that like to go to these different places and every time they hit an event they like to hit the best strip club i mean um, my name and, that is not me i'm not included in that my girlfriend <laughs> might be listening to this <laughs> no no there's they're they're their own uh uh, members you know there's because the, the age group varies it goes from where we take on as young as 10 all the way how old is uh a couple of our members with like we got a couple that i think are like just about to hit 60 might be what are they doing on the team? yeah no, i'm kidding i'm kidding. <laughs> kidding whoever that is i'm kidding that was a joke there's a reason they got the hit replaced so let, let them be so um there's there's just so much cool stuff we can do one i i the product line, I can go ahead and if people have requests and they want stuff to be given out, I can make it happen. Anything and everything. Remember, we everything is from the core. The reason our team is is as big and as um, successful as it is is because we focus on the core and we grow from there with nobody, um, with, with everybody uh, putting in to help and, and, and do their part to get it going, to help themselves and the team. So it works out. Very, it works very well. out. Hey, but I appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll try to stay on this very consistent every week. Um, I feel like it went pretty well. Hopefully, you guys give us some feedback. Hit us with more questions on our Instagrams. Our Instagrams are in the bio of this. I'll say it again. Um, make sure you guys tune in next week. Anything else for you, from you, Akimbo? I think I am good. All right. Hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Take, Take care, care, everybody. Peace.